Chair Gutierrez? Present. Vice Chair Poikert? Present. Commissioner Gilbert? Present. Commissioner Espander? Present. Commissioner Gonzalez? Present. All present, two vacancies. Thank you. Do we have any requests to speak on anything that's not on the agenda? No, sir. Okay, we'll go and move the Planning Commission meeting minutes of June 14th, 2023. Did everybody get a chance to take a look at those? Move to accept the minutes from June 14th, 2023, Planning Commission meeting. Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? No? Okay, we'll go to our first item, please. Good evening, Chair and Planning Commissioners. Uh, I'll be giving the presentation on the first public hearing item. Uh, this is the presentation that's entitled Sinclair. See that one there. And so <clears throat> the, uh, uh, excuse me, the file numbers for reference are conditional development permit number 2022-0040. Uh, the project site for this is located at 1325 West Foothill Boulevard. Uh, this is an existing Sinclair gas station. Uh, it's at the southwest corner of the intersection of Foothill and Cedar. So on this first slide here, you can just see uh, the vicinity map showing you where it's located in the surrounding area. Um, so it's kind of there in the middle of the image with the arrow pointing to it. Um, to the west is the uh, is, uh, Burger King and also the Home Depot. And then to the north across Foothill is McDonald's. And then to the east is the Cedar Hill uh, Commercial Center. And then to the south is uh, 99 cent only. And this next slide just shows you the site layout that's there. Um, there's a, a 4,600 square foot convenience market on the south end of the site, and then you have a gas canopy in the middle of the site. And so what the request is uh, with this conditional development permit, the store currently has a, a license to sell beer and wine only, um, and the applicant is looking at uh, upgrading their license to be able to, in addition to beer and wine, sell distilled spirits. Um, and so they're going from what they currently have is called a type 20 license with the alcoholic beverage control and they're looking at upgrading it to a type 21 uh, license. Um, next slide just shows you the floor plan, their layout. They're not making any modifications uh, to their floor plan other than designating uh, some of their area, existing areas to additional um, alcohol uh, stocking. And uh, with this application, when the staff received it, uh, we required the submittal of a crime prevention plan um, that is attached to your agenda report. That crime prevention plan uh, was uh, presented to the Rialto Police Department. Additionally, uh, the police department and planning staff requested the calls for service uh, for this location. Those are uh, also included in your agenda report. There's an email from uh, the Rialto Police Department that indicated support for this project uh, based upon there being a reduction in the calls for service uh, to the location since this has changed from a Chevron to now a Sinclair. Um, and then additionally also um, the Rialto Police Department agreed with the measures in the crime prevention plan. Um, the request to upgrade the license from a type 20 to type 21 is exempt from the California Environmental Quality Act it's pursuant to section 15301 existing facilities. And with that, the uh, staff recommends that the Planning Commission adopt the attached resolution before you tonight, approving conditional development permit number 2022-0040. That concludes the presentation. Okay. I'm just going to open the public hearing. Does, would the applicant like to speak? And then we can go to commissioners if they have any questions. No? Do you have any questions of staff on this item? It's a five-hour plan, isn't it? We're going to start getting a jar out here, I think. I Frank, did you have one. Uh, about you, the uh, notices were mailed out uh, to property owners. That, did you get any response? Uh, no, no, no notice. No responses have been received from anybody uh, via email or phone call prior to this meeting, and it doesn't appear that anybody in the audience is here for that item. Move to close the public hearing. Second. Okay. Any opposed? No? All right. Uh, do I have a motion? Move to determine that the project is categorically exempt from the requirements of the California Environmental uh, Quality Act, CEQA, 
uh, pursuant to Section 15.301, existing facilities and the SUCO guidelines, and direct staff to file a notice of exemption with County of San Bernardino and to adopt the attached resolution to approve the conditional development permit number 2022-0040 to allow the sale of distilled spirits for off-site consumption in addition to the existing sales of beer and wine for off-site consumption for the existing Sinclair convenience market located at 1325 West Foothill Boulevard, Cessor parcel number 0128-061-43 within the commercial pedestrian CP zone uh, land use district of the Foothill Boulevard specific plan subject to findings conditions therein. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay. Next item, please. Good evening, Chair, Planning Commissioners. Um, so, <coughs> That tonight, um, for your consideration, uh, the applicant has asked that the Planning Commission review and consider Conditional Development Permit 2023-0036. Um, first slide just kind of goes over the location of the proposal. Um, so the applicant's proposing uh, to open a store in an existing unit here. It's generally located on the um, southwest corner of Cosmelia Street and Ayala Drive. Um, in an existing shopping center, three parcels. Um, more specifically, it's uh, 1133 West Cosmelia is the address. <coughs> um, the existing zones all in the freeway commercial zone uh, within the Renaissance specific plan. Um, to the east-west, to the south is the 210, and then to the north, it's not within the specific plan, but it is uh, an existing residential neighborhood there. Um, also on this slide, you'll see um, the conditional development permit that's required to establish the off-sale of alcohol. Uh, specifically, in this case, it's going to be uh, ABC's Type 21 to sell the beer, wine, and distilled spirits. Um, there's a locational requirement, and so that data was in the staff report, also listed here for you in terms of a relationship or proximity to schools, churches, uh, parks, and residential area, and uh, it meets all of the code requirements. Um, so this is the unit that they're applying for uh, here to open that store. Um, a separate application will be required for the signage to go there, so we'll see what that looks like. Um, staff will approve that uh, ministerially. Uh, this is the uh, floor plan layout. So inside of that, um, this is going to be the display areas. shows you where they have their will call pickup, the register, storage, office. Um, they will have a little area for um, buying cigars. Um, that is a condition of approval has been added to the resolution to limit the area there so that it doesn't become designated as a smoke shop. Uh, so that is also included there. But this layout, um, the applicant has kind of indicated that they, you know, they're business owners. You know, they have restaurants in Rancho Cucamonga, whatnot. But this is their uh, retail, uh, first retail venture. And uh, this is kind of modeled off of uh, Bethmo or Total Wines. So it's going to be a little version of that. Um, that they're proposing to open up here in the city of Rialto. Um, so 2,200 square feet is what they intend to occupy up there in uh, Cosmelia. So um, this project is actually consistent with the freeway incubator zone uh, as well as the chapter 18110 uh, for off-sale alcohol. Um, this consistent with the specific plan and the general plan designations, including the goal 3-1. Uh, this project uh, will serve to secure a lease for the vacant unit. Um, and then uh, the notices were mailed out to all the property owners within 660 feet. Uh, there have been no um, you know, replies or any uh, reach out from the residents via phone, email. Uh, it was also published in the newspaper uh, as required. Uh, it was posted on the site and what have you. The applicant is available here in case you have any questions related to their operation or their proposal. Uh, one thing I will request before I conclude here is um, in the PowerPoint, there's just one 
bullet point here, but in the staff report, there's actually two recommendations. One is for the you know environmental exemption, and then the other is to adopt the resolution uh, D. So that's all I have for you tonight. If you have any questions, I'm more than welcome to help you out. Okay, um, we'll open the public. Does the applicant like to speak? The applicant has. If you just say your name and address for the record, I appreciate it. My name is Elizette Zate, and I just want to say thank you for considering me. Um, I've been in the neighborhood for most of my life. I was raised in Fontana. I went to A.B. Miller High School, and I had a restaurant in Rancho that I sold recently and another restaurant in Fontana that I also sold recently to do this. So I'm really excited. I love what's going on in Rialto. I'm, I'm living in North Fontana, so I, I'm just really excited for this. So thank you so much. R real quick, a question for you. Then. So yes. we're talking about the um, draft resolution for um, sale of cigars and cigarettes. Yes. Um, I, I noticed in the text of the legislative uh, document it's talking about bongs and related paraphernalia. Would you be fine with excluding those types of items from your store? I would exclude that. I don't think I want... Yeah, I don't. That kind of customer. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you'd say. So, this this I'm I'm more focused on the cigar. Okay. Because I'm a cigar smoker. Okay. So, so like, cigars. The thirty dollars cigars. The exotic stuff. Yeah. Okay. What? That's the only questions I have. And then maybe, what about tobacco? No, that's. Um, Tobacco's fine. I'm just wondering if you, I'm just we're having a conversation here. I'm just okay. curious. Yeah, because I. Like related paraphernalia and bongs, and that's not I don't clientele. I don't think no. you're gonna want to no. track there anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? No. That one, Councilor, because she, she, this is for the sale of spirits and alcohol. Can we, are we given a provisionary approval for those types of items as well to be on there? Is that what we're talking about here? For the tobacco. The tobacco, or is that something that's the the, the planning department's going to approve separate from this? Chair, they could have up to fifteen percent um, sales of tobacco without being considered a smoke shop, so they could do that. Can we can we put a condition to exclude those items from there, or would that not be proper? It's just a permitted use within our code um, to have up to fifteen percent as an um, ancillary use. Um, I just don't want to turn into a pot shop eventually. <laughs> that's my concern. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the commission is asking if they can limit the the, the marijuana paraphernalia. Yeah, that. You know, yeah. you know, and exclude that out of this approval. Yeah, perhaps uh, the condition could be revised to state that it allows up to 15% of the floor space for tobacco and tobacco-related products. Would that be okay? Would be cigars and all that? I do have a question, though. What about hookah? Okay, that's a great question. Because, like, for example, my husband, he's Arabic, and it's big in that community. Yeah, and I have no issue with that. Uh, I'm not uh, familiar with hookah, but I believe though. it's tobacco. It is tobacco, yeah, it's too. It's yeah. flavored tobacco. That would still yeah, fit in yeah, the yeah, same. That would still, that still be so That is safe. To yeah, that would still be in that, okay. what we're saying. Okay. Tobacco and tobacco-related products. Thank you. Do you have any other uh, requests to speak on this item? No, sir. Move to close the public hearing. Second. Okay. Opposed? I have a motion. Adopted. Pass resolution exhibit D to approve, to approve district development commit number 2023-0036 to allow the sale of beer, spirits, and spirits from from 2,200 retail stores in existing local tenant commercial buildings located at 1331 West Casimiria Street, APN 1133-52108, and condition therein. And add the, go ahead, sir. Oh, I was going to provide you the language for the CEQA. Please, if you can. Yeah, and that would be a recommendation to determine the project is categorically exempt pursuant to the California Environmental Quality Act, Section 15301, existing facilities. Second. 
Can we also, can I exclude the 15% related tobacco related products only? Oh, right. as, uh, in accordance with the amended condition that was discussed during the hearing yeah. to limit to 15%. Paul, you have that? You'll have that language. We'll, we'll get the language. We'll and, and they'll put that in the resolution. Okay, then I'm good. To limit it to 15% tobacco and tobacco-related products only. Okay, perfect, perfect. Right. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? No opposed? Thank you. Appreciate it. Good luck to you. Next item, please. Good evening, Chair, members of the Planning Commission, Paul Gauss, Community Development Manager. Before you tonight is a proposed tenant parcel map. The property is located on the northeast corner of Linden Avenue and Foothill Boulevard, of course, in the city of Rialto. The applicant is proposing to subdivide an existing 2.17 acre parcel um, into two parcels for future development in the city. The minimum lot size for each lot currently is 10,000 square feet, so they more than exceed the minimum requirement for a square footage. As mentioned, the site is located northeast corner of Linden and Foothill Boulevard. To the east, we have foot, or excuse me, we have Food for Less with a bunch of um, interior shops. To the west, there's an existing auto repair center and a motel. To the south, of course, is Foothill, is, is Foothill Boulevard and Home Depot. Picture of the proposed tenant and parcel map. The line down the middle, which is kind of jagged, is actually um, the proposed new parcel line. The reason for the little bit of a jag in the parcel line is to accommodate for future drive aisles and things of that sort for the different parcels. That pretty much concludes the presentation for staff. It's a short one tonight, so staff recommends the Planning Commission approve uh, the project as recommended in the staff report. The applicant and staff are available to answer any questions. What is the intent? Yeah, what's the intent of doing this? Currently, there are two applications in for the parcel. Um, one's a conditional development permit for the use of a car wash, a quick wet car wash on the corner. And the second one's for a precise plan design for architecture of the site. Um, the parcel to the east, we understand, will be a future, um, like an auto zone. I can't think of the advanced. Adv advanced auto on the on the east side. So those two applications will be before the commission in probably the next month or so. Okay, so not a warehouse. No warehouses. No warehouses are allowed okay. on Foothill Boulevard. <laughs> Jesus, Douche nothing surprises me. No <laughs> warehouse. Okay. Um, but it used to be JNM Bar. In case you were wondering, it was not. We need open public. Right yes, uh, yeah. open the, the public <coughs> hearing and public hearing. provide the applicant the <laughs> opportunity to speak. Anybody have a request to speak or the applicant like to speak on this? Uh, good evening. Uh, Mr. Chairman and members of the Planning Commission, my name is Scott Beard, 285 West Rialto Avenue, Rialto, California. Um, we acquired this site about a year ago for a quick quack car wash and an advanced auto parts store. Uh, as soon as this parcel map is done tonight, I think advanced auto will be in with their application. <coughs> um, the only issue with the conditions of, uh, of the map, which are city standard condition, but Item 23, which is the undergrounding of the utility lines. Um, this site has a uh, pretty significant burden for that to the tune of almost a million dollars. And we are negotiating with the city to do some kind of a uh, fee and lieu shared whatever agreement, which has not yet been completely worked out, but is in the works. So. Obviously, a million dollar hit on this on a property of this size would be pretty significant. So, uh, and as you guys are aware, uh, northbound on Linden uh, from this site for probably a mile, those power lines will probably not be undergrounded in any of our lifetimes of folks sitting here because it's all residential all the way up the street. So, 
uh, we want to work with this obviously we want to work with the city but we are going to go through the process of trying to get some sort of a fee in lieu uh, worked out so other than that everything's fine and uh, Paul's been great to work with as always and hopefully you guys uh, will approve us and I'm happy to answer any questions my engineer could not be here tonight he's got he came down with the flu so I'll wing it if you ask anything technical all right, thank you. Thank you. Any additional questions, Mayor? Adam? Move to close the public hearing. Second. Okay. Right. Move to determine the project is categorically exempt from the requirements of the California Environmental Control CEQA. Uh, the project qualifies as a Class 15 exemption under CEQA Guidelines Section 15315, Minor Land. Uh, divisions and to adopt a resolution exhibit D to allow the subdivision of one 2.17 acre parcel of land APN 128-011-32 into two new parcels of land parcel one 1.20 acres and parcel two 0.97 acres. Second. All in favor? Um, Mr. Uh, Chairman? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I, I would have a question for the director, one of the two directors. If condition 23 that Mr. Beard pointed out, um, I don't have that condition in front of me. Is that flexible enough to allow for the requirement to underground or in the alternative to uh, enter into an agreement acceptable to the director and the city engineer for an in lieu fee? Yeah, the the uh, condition is you know takes hold on the on this map, and would be carried out through the municipal code. But what the municipal code also offers is the ability to ask for some leniency in those requirements of underground utilities and negotiate an in lieu fee, okay. um, so the project can be economically feasible. And so there's some demonstration of that economic feasibility by the applicant that would need to be provided. Uh, but the condition remains in place, but also with the ability to still have those discussions with the city. For so we don't need to hold off voting on this until that's done. We can do this and let that carry out its own independent yes. process. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You were taking the vote. Weren't you? I had a second, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay. Thank you. I'll go ahead and move on to the fourth item. Please. Yeah. Uh, so the fourth item tonight, uh, fourth public hearing item tonight, the uh, file number, file numbers for reference are conditional development permit number 2022-0003 um, and precise plan of design number 2022-0002. That's not what's shown on the screen right now. Um, those applications are filed by Enterprise Rent-A-Car and there's an email uh, that came in um, yesterday uh, from the applicant. I've provided a copy to each of the commissioners up there. And uh, the applicant has requested that this item be continued. Yes, the fourth public hearing item be continued uh, to the February 21st uh, Planning Commission meeting. They need additional time to review the conditions of approval. Um, and so the staff recommends that the uh, Planning Commission open the public hearing and then continue it open to February 21st, 2024. Okay, I support that. Is that 21st or 21st? 21st. 21st, February 21st. Okay, let's okay. go ahead and open the public hearing and then. Um, yes, procedurally you open the public hearing and then continue it open and that will avoid uh, the need to republish notice. So we'll continue it open. And continue it open to the, the 21st. The tw uh, February 21st. February 21st, yes. correct. Do I have to take a vote on that? Yes. Uh, second, do I have a second on that? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. All right, no problem. So as, uh, so Daniel will be presenting the fifth item here uh, for a public hearing. Uh, it is a, a project at the corner of Lilac and, um, and Randall. It's a, it's a office, medical office proposal with some commercial uh, potential there as well. 
So you'll see a rezone um, and a general plan amendment proposed here. Um, the unique aspect of this project is that it did come in prior to COVID. It did have a public meeting back then in, in 2019, 2020 timeframe. Okay. Um, and at, then the project was put on pause for all the reasons that COVID wasn't you know, moving projects forward. Uh, so it's back today in its form, um, and it's a, it's, it's, it's a planning staff has reviewed the project in full. Um, we do uh, recommend uh, approval on the project, but uh, there has been a written correspondence by the mayor provided to us, which you have in your record here, and uh, to offer the community another public meeting since there's been so much time that's lapsed. And so staff is, of course, in support of all that, and so we would recommend a continuance after staff gives a presentation we open the hearing there's a couple people here from the public that wish to comment uh, but at the end of this we would recommend a continuance to the end of march date certain meeting that daniel can provide that date later um and that's where we're that's no where problem. we're at with this thank you okay go ahead daniel okay thank you again chair and commission planning commissioners so now we'll move on to this presentation this is for the sunrise center uh the file numbers are general plan amendment number 2019-0006 Zone change number 2019-0004, precise plan of design number 2022-0019, and environmental assessment review number 2022-0020. Um, and the applicant for this project is Gavork Consulting Engineering. So this slide here, just want to cover the project site, give you some of that context. Uh, you can see the image here, I've highlighted the boundary of the project site in red. Um, it's located at the southeast corner of Randall Avenue and Lilac Avenue. It's comprised of one parcel of land, just over an acre and a half in size. Um, it currently has a general plan land use designation of residential two with an animal overlay and a zoning designation of A1 agricultural. Um, you can see to the east, there's uh, several single family residences and then also some vacant land um, to the south, you have uh, immediately adjacent a single-family residence, and then to the west uh, of the site is a, a Teleku uh, senior apartment complex, and then to the north is primarily the intersection there of, of Bloomington, Randall, and uh, Lilac, but then also more residential to the north as well, further to the north. Um, so what the applicant proposes to do to the project site is to change the general plan land use designation to community commercial and then change the zoning designation to neighborhood commercial C1 and then develop one 8,840 square foot multi-tenant commercial building and one 9,966 square foot multi-tenant commercial building on the site. Um, the buildings that I'll show you here in a second, they've been designed to accommodate uh, as Colby had mentioned, various commercial and office uses. Um, so the next uh, slide here is the site plan. Um, the uh, 8,840 square foot building will be placed at the <coughs> northwest corner of the site, closest to the intersection of Randall and Lilac Avenue. And then the 9,966 square foot building will be on the south end of the site, uh, close towards the Lilac Avenue frontage. And you can see passenger parking uh, vehicle areas uh, on the east sides of the building and in between the buildings. Um, the parking areas will accommodate up to 94 passenger vehicles. Um, the applicant proposes two new driveways for access uh, to the site. Um, I've indicated the locations of the driveways with the red arrows there on the map. Um, there will be one driveway towards the east end of the frontage along Randall Avenue. It'll be 26 foot in width. Uh, that driveway would be limited to right in, right out uh, traffic only. And then there will be a driveway kind of in the middle of the frontage on Lilac Avenue um, that will be uh, 26 foot in width. Um, then the applicant additionally will install landscape planners throughout the site, which I'll, I'll show that in a moment in the landscape plan and also a, a block wall around the entire perimeter of the site, except the street frontages. Um, so the next slide, this is showing you the um, a rendering of the pr proposed buildings. Um, so this top image is if we were standing at the corner, the intersection and looking southeast towards the site. Um, so this is the, the northerly building. And then the bottom image there is kind of a bird's eye view. Again, kind of from that same angle, looking southeast, if we were hovering over the intersection there of Lilac and Randall. So you can see both buildings and the parking areas. 
there. Um, you can see on the rendering that this building will feature um, a lot of the contemporary architectural features such as wall plane articulation in the form of projected masses, height variations, and also tower elements at the corners of each building. Uh, the buildings will feature stucco finish uh, painted in four colors. It's kind of hard to tell on this rendering, um, but in the uh, elevation included in your um, packet, the color swatches show a much more, uh, much more distinction between the colors than is shown on here on the, uh, the rendering. Um, additionally, the applicant will install uh, porcelain tile accents uh, at the base of the columns along uh, all four sides of the building. A decorative cornice on all four sides of the building uh, reveals trim lines and wall sconces as well. Uh, next slide, this is the landscape plan. Um, the applicant's proposing a landscape coverage of 17.7%, which exceeds the 10% minimum requirement. Um, this landscaping comes from primarily a 12 and a half foot landscape setback along Randall Avenue and a 12 and a half foot landscape setback along uh, Lilac Avenue. Um, the applicant will also install landscaping in the park, public right-of-way parkways. Um, all the planters will, will be comprised of drought tolerant plants as well as trees which will be planted every 30 linear feet and an abundant amount of other ground cover and shrubs will be planted throughout the entire site. This next exhibit uh, shows you essentially what the general plan amendment will accomplish as far as our land use, the city's land use map. So as I mentioned, the applicant proposes to change the zoning, or excuse me, the land use of the site from residential two with an animal overlay. You can see that on the left image that this site is currently designated residential two with an animal overlay and uh, what the applicant's proposal is, is to change it to the pink color that designates uh, community commercial. Um, and so previously, uh, the site to the west, the Teleku, uh, before that was developed, it had that same designation. Um, and so um, prior to that de development, there was a community commercial designation at this intersection uh, to facilitate commercial services that could uh, provide like neighborhood commercial service uses to the neighborhood. Um, and so what that would do is reintroduce that land use to this intersection. Um, the same goes for the zoning designation. Uh, the applicant would change the zoning designation of the site to commercial to neighborhood commercial. And again, you can just see that change from the kind of green agricultural to the pink neighborhood commercial. Now moving on to some of the analyses that were done for this project. Uh, there was a traffic impact analysis prepared for the project by Gandini Group, uh, which is attached to your agenda packet. The trip generation within the traffic impact analysis estimates that the project will generate up to 715 daily vehicle trips. The uh, study analyzed four intersections. Um, the intersections were the right there at the corner, Lilac, Bloomington, and Randall as well as the intersection of Randall Avenue and Willow Avenue, and the other two are the driveways uh, leading into the site. Uh, the analysis determined that all four of those intersections will operate at an acceptable level of service, C or better, um, and so there are no additional improvements required to those intersections and no fair share fees required in order to maintain that acceptable level of service. Uh, moving on to the uh, CEQA analysis that was prepared for this project, there was an initial study uh, prepared for the project by Lilburn Corporation. Uh, the findings of the study determined that the project would not result in a significant impact to the surrounding environment and therefore a mitigated negative declaration has been prepared. Uh, the initial study mitigated negative declaration was circulated for a 30-day public comment period from November 15th, 2023 to December 14th, 2023. Uh, two comment letters were received during that uh, time period, one from the Rialto Unified School District, um, which primarily uh, indicated the need to pay school fees for the development and also uh, to ensure that they continue or don't uh, interfere with uh, existing safe routes to school. Um, the response to that is this, this project will maintain sidewalks along uh, both frontages so that uh, those uh, uh, safe routes to school are not interfered with. Um, then also a letter from the Department of Toxic Substances Control just had some general information about what to do with demolishing any existing structures. 
So in addition to the studies uh, that uh, were performed uh, for this project, Colby had mentioned a little bit about it, there were meetings that were held for this project previously. Um, the project went to the Economic Development Committee on July uh, 24th, 2019. Um, at that meeting, the EDC had expressed general support for the project, but did uh, request the staff and the applicant conduct a neighborhood meeting to introduce the project to the surrounding uh, public. Um, that neighborhood meeting was then held on February 13th, 2020. It was held at Simpson Elementary School, uh, which is located essentially directly across the street from the project site, just on the west side there of, of Lilac Avenue. Um, and there were several residents that turned out at that meeting. Uh, the comment cards and the sign-in sheet are attached to the agenda report. But you'll see in there that the main comments that were discussed were uh, will there be perimeter walls around the site? And um, what type of security measures are gonna be put in place? Um, so the staff and the applicant discussed that with those in attendance, explaining that there will be a perimeter wall installed um, around the east and south sides adjacent to those um, neighboring uses. And that um, this project would be and was reviewed by the city's uh, police department. And conditions of approval are incorporated into the resolutions before you tonight that would require various security measures, uh, such as adequate site lighting, um, the installation of security cameras that will be accessible by the Rialto Police Department, and also the installation of burglar alarms within, within each of the buildings. And so these types of uh, items were, were, were primarily discussed with those residents at that meeting. Um, the project, uh, so just Summarizing everything before you tonight, um, the project is consistent with the proposed community commercial land use designation and the proposed C1 zone and the city's design guidelines. The environmental studies that were prepared for the project concluded the impacts of the project will be less than significant with the incorporation of the mitigation that's cited in the attached mit um, uh, mitigation monitoring reporting program. Uh, the project will serve to improve a project site with the highest and best use that can be accommodated by the C1 zone, uh, which this project would ultimately provide uh, services and, and consumer goods to residents and passers-by in the area, in an area that's currently underserved by those uses. Uh, public hearing uh, notices were mailed out to all property owners within 660 feet of the project site for tonight's hearing, and the notice was also published in the San Bernardino Sun newspaper and as was mentioned at the beginning um, staff upon their review had uh, recommended approval of the project but um, in accordance with the request from the mayor tonight uh, the staff secondarily uh, requests that the commission uh, continue open the public hearing and then uh, take any comments there may be tonight and then continue the public hearing open until March 20th 2024, this will allow the staff time to then hold a new pub, uh, neighborhood meeting as requested uh, by the mayor. And that concludes my presentation. And the staff and the applicant are available for questions. Daniel, I have a question with the animal overlay. Is that parking lot gonna have hitching posts and a water truck? No, uh, no, okay. it will not. Appreciate the question. Okay, so an open the public hearing. We have a couple of members of the public want to speak. We do have a speaker. Go ahead. Okay, is the applicant here? <coughs> Thank you for having me here. So this project, as you noticed, so started 2019, and we had a hearing on. 2020 and uh, due to COVID and other issues, it was delayed, not related to us. But at the end, to make my statement short, I would like asking you to expedite this process if possible. And our own intention, intention is to have a nice building in the neighborhood to serve their needs. And my goal, actually myself, I'm electrical engineer and our architect, we are, we are already 30 years together, and most of our projects are hospitals and uh, nursing homes, and I would like to have a tenant uh, who will occupy to use for uh, medical purposes. Sorry, sir. 
Maybe the agenda you remind <laughs> me to tell people to silence their phones before Friedian said that to us. Go ahead. So due to the projects that we are involved, I was looking to see hopefully we can have tenant or tenants or one tenant to occupy entire property to use for medical offices or medical needs like dialysis center, outpatient surgery center, or pharmacy, physical therapy, whatever it's needed. So that's my goal. And by doing this one, as I have done some study, uh, this property is almost center of the, between, uh, at the west, you have the Kaiser Permanente the Hospital. At the east, there is a San Bernardino County or Loma Linda Hospital. So it will be centralized for the, those use of medical. Hopefully, I'm trying to get doctors, and if city has or know anybody that they would like to occupy this one, we are ready to talk to them and get involved with them. And again, thank you very much. Thank you. Any are any uh, public members of the public? We do have a speaker, um, Deborah Wolfen Wolfenbarger. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, my name is Deborah Wolfenbarger. I live at 1055 South Lilac Avenue in Rialto. I am the last uh, agricultural zoned property in that stretch. Uh, the proposed project is on the corner, and I'm the last agricultural zone. I think we've got, what, five? Yeah, five in between us. Um, and we actually would like hitching posts. <laughs> I have two horses, so. Um, our concern with uh, this proposal was that not enough of the neighbors were notified. And we do know after talking to them, um, in fact, I was the only one who received a letter um, regarding this meeting out of all of those, those properties. So we've been talk, talking to folks, and um, we do know that there was one person who went to the meeting in 2019, 2020, and they did uh, express opposition to that. So we definitely want it to be uh, continued so that we can get more neighbors together who will be affected, including many of the parents that take their children to Simpson Elementary School, which is right across the street from my house. Um, because I, I think that's definitely uh, with traffic, that it will definitely cause a problem with traffic, both in the morning and in the afternoon, which um, the proposal said it would be 700 plus cars. With most of the traffic being in the morning and in the afternoon, that's exactly the same time you have the school traffic. And so I, we definitely think that that's going to be an issue. So we, we appreciate you um, continuing this so that, that we can get the rest of the neighbors together and, and discuss it and have a public meeting. Thank you. Anyone else? No one else. Okay. So the uh, proper motion would be to keep it open and continue it until what was the date requested? Continue the hearing open to March 20th? March 20th, yep. 2024. So keep it open and continue to March 20th, 2024. And that way additional testimony from yeah, be the heard. applicant as well as any interested uh, property owners. So then they'll hold another meeting. In, in the interim, that is yes. the intent, yes. Okay. You can get a second. Yeah, I need a second. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Aye. Opposed? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 
that. That was going to be continued too, right? Yeah. Robert, did you want yes. to comment? Yes. Yes. The city attorney, uh, in, in light of the fact that you had five public hearings scheduled, thought that it would be um, better to put the training on a lighter agenda. And so we're recommending or, or, or requesting that this item be continued to the meeting uh, on Wednesday, February 21st. So with that, director comments, we have, of course, we have a meeting on February 21st. Um, we do see projects, a steady flow of projects coming in. So um, I, uh, I'm anticipating all of our meetings being on schedule and, and taking place. Um, one of the new changes here at the city that is very much welcomed is that we just uh, brought in a brand new city manager for the city uh, back in January. And he had, <coughs> sorry, there was a welcoming uh, event yesterday. Um, for his, uh, you know, for him to celebrate, you know, the, the new journey that the city of Rialto is gonna be on under the new leadership. And so his name is David Carmony. He's got a lot of experience in numerous cities from San Gabriel Valley to coastal cities and over the last 20, 30, 40 years. He's well seasoned, well experienced, and um, is probably, you know, a very good fit here for this city at this time and place. You know, it'll be a challenging year going forward with elections and everything else. Um, and the projects that come in, and we have significant policy projects that we need council to take action on, like our general plan update and our specific plan amendments and things of that nature. So there's a lot cooking, and uh, he has a lot on his plate, as we all do as directors and staff. And but we look forward to a very productive year under that leadership. So that's pretty much it for now. What was the date of the next meeting again? I'm sorry, the 21st, not the 14th. Yeah. Correct, the 21st. Commissioner Powell? Motion to adjourn? Move to adjourn. Second. Second. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I thought we'd be here for a few hours, honestly.